You're listening to NBS Cast with hosts Rachel Edwards and Raquel Roberts. Welcome back to NBS Cast. I'm your host, Rachel. And I'm Raquel. And Raquel, tis the season to be merry. So yes. we are sharing some associate submitted holiday tradition stories. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for this episode. I can't believe it is already that time of year. I know. This year has flown by and I'm really excited for this episode too because this is the first time we've actually had our listeners record their own traditions. Mm -hmm. So you get to hear them talk about it in their voices. So I'm so excited to just start sharing these stories. Let's get into it. I can't wait any longer. (laughs) (laughs) Our first submission comes from Jackie Rose, who is a K-12 account manager. And here is what Jackie has to say. My name is Jackie Rose, and I'm a K-12 account manager on the financial side, and my family's tradition is we do an annual bake day with friends and family every year. This year, we had roughly 12 people that attended for our bake day, and everybody comes in, and they make at least two recipes with a double batch, and then at the end of the bake day, we all go through, and we get to share all of the snacks that we made, so you get to go home with quite the bucket full of treats, and so we really enjoy it. It takes a little bit of strategy and a little bit of planning to see who gets into the oven when, but it's a fantastic tradition that I look forward to every year. Well, I don't know about you, but this sounds like (laughs) so much fun. I think we're going to hear a lot of these cookie baking stories. I know that some of my friends do this, and I don't know why they haven't invited me to do it yet, but I won't take it personal. But (laughs) um, yes, baking cookies... It's huge in our family and with my husband and my children. You know, my husband is actually the one who kind of started that tradition for us. And I'm lucky because I can actually count on one hand the number of times that I had to do the Christmas baking. So (laughs) it's weird. I'm lucky. He does a great job. He makes really great cookies and the kids love to help out too. So I just have to deal with the mess. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like a perfect arrangement to me. (laughs) And the taste tester, of course. (laughs) Uh, Of course. That just goes with the territory. (laughs) I did this once with my friends, and it was always so much fun to see the different ways that other people cook and bake. I picked up some really great tips, too, Mm. just watching other people do what they do in the kitchen. And it was also a great reason to get together and watch some holiday movies, play some Christmas music in the background. So. It was just a super fun time. So thanks for sharing that, Jackie. Yes, thank you so much. So let's move on to our next submission, which comes from Liz Feller, who is the in-app help admin on the online help and communication team. So let's hear what Liz has to say. This is Liz. I'm the in-app help administrator for the online help and internal communications team for Nelnet Business Services. My favorite holiday tradition has to be making cookies with my mom and now my kids because we're using recipes from either my grandparents or great-grandparents or my husband's parents and great-grandparents. And it's always fun to get everybody together in the kitchen to make everything, taste tests along the way, and get people involved with something that we can all enjoy together. Over time, we've been modifying our recipes for my son who has a lot of food allergies. And so it's also fun to get him included too. Well, no surprises here, Raquel. We have another baking story. (laughs) Making cookies again. I absolutely love the idea of passing along the recipes within your family and then 
just using the ones that your family has been using. And you may not even have known the the person that started that recipe or, or you know, gave that recipe to your family. It's just so, it's so touching to me. Mm-hmm. It's great stories to share while you're eating the delicious food that you made. Yes. yes. Where it came from and who originated. I love that. Mm-hmm. So Raquel, I know you said your husband does a lot of the baking for mm-hmm. the holiday season or just in general. Do you have something specific that you like to bake around this time of year? You know, around this time of year, we usually do just the the chocolate chip cookies, the you know, peanut butter cookies, the sugar cookies, the kids get to decorate those. When it comes to baking in general, like I have this one recipe, it's for banana bread. And it kind of goes along with what Liz is talking about when you're passing on these recipes. I received this cookbook for a bridal shower gift 15 years ago. The cookbook is a church cookbook from 1976 or 1978 from a small town in Nebraska. I didn't really think anything of it when I received it as a gift, but oh my gosh, the pages are so dirty because that is the only cookbook that I use. And there is a banana bread recipe in there that my kids absolutely love. And it may be because I add chocolate chips to it, but (laughs) that is just something that I always bake. Like I almost have the recipe memorized at this point and the kids will eat it within a couple of days. So I I just love using those recipes. Those were, you know, old church ladies and they're probably no longer with us, unfortunately, but I just love the fact that their recipes are still being enjoyed years later. What about you, Rachel? Those are definitely the best kinds of cookbooks. I love to make pumpkin bread. My mom always made it when I was younger growing up. And her recipe comes from an Amish cookbook that was a wedding present for her, I believe. cool. And hers is the same way. I don't know that she's made a lot else from that cookbook specifically, but that particular page is so stained with oil yep. and flour and other <laughs> things that you can barely read the recipe anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so, so good. And I don't count this as baking necessarily, mm. but I also like making strawberry pretzel quote unquote salad. It is absolutely not a salad. It's a hundred percent a dessert, <laughs> but it's so good. It's the salty and sweet combo. Okay. And I did not get that recipe from anyone specific in my family. It's not one of those that's been passed down generation to generation, but it is one that everyone enjoys. So I love making those things around this time of year. Awesome. Let's get to our next submission. And this one comes from Susan Staub, who is also on our team, Online Help and Communications. And let's hear what she has to say. Okay. Hi, this is Susan Staub, Online Help and Communication Specialist. My absolute favorite Christmas tradition is stocking stuffers. We've done it since I was a child. And now that our children are adults and three of them are married, we have nine of us. So I made stockings last year for the new spouses. And I love the mom privilege of even though I may not have drawn that person's name, I can buy stocking stuffers for everyone. And as they become adults, it's fun to attach a little more monetary value or maybe even adult gifts to the stockings. And that's the last thing we open. And it's super fun. Okay. I love that this one is a little different. She's talking about stocking stuffers. Yes. Yes. I know for sure I love our family stockings. Now, we usually just put little silly gifts inside them like candy or fuzzy socks or other little small things that we know each other are going to enjoy, but they're always so much fun to open together. 
Yeah, I'm giving credit to my husband again, but he introduced me to the idea and our family to the tradition of stocking stuffers. That was something that, you know, we had stockings when we were growing up, but I don't think my parents ever put things in them. They were more for decoration. So (laughs) I'm like, what? Stocking stuffers? That's actually like a thing. He's like, yeah, you just put stuff in them. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Uh, So my kids really look forward to the stocking stuffers. On Christmas Eve night, it's usually, you know, very, very early on Christmas morning when we're doing this, like two o'clock in the morning, you know, but we're we're putting the the little trinkets in there. So it usually it's usually like candy, small little Legos, maybe a little Barbie or something, but yeah, the kids really look forward to getting their stocking stuffers because it kind of seems like something extra because they're not wrapped up like all the other presents, so it's like bonus stuff. Yeah. That's usually the first thing that gets passed out, so I like it. <laughs> Our next submission comes from Jen Lund, who is an organizational change manager for NBS, and here's what Jen has to say. I have two favorite holiday traditions. The first one being just singing with my kids. I would print out uh, little choir books, and we would sit around the Christmas tree and sing Christmas carols. Um, Perhaps kind of geeky, but uh, I love Christmas music. The second one was something we did with my mom uh, pretty much all of my young life and into my early 20s until I left town. And that was just spending a Saturday in December baking different Christmas cookies and everybody got to pick their favorite kind. Plus we had a few more just traditional ones that we did regardless if anybody picked them or not. Um, And that's something that I continue uh, to this day with my own kids. I wish I was a singer. I love (laughs) Christmas music. It's so Mm. touching. And I just want to share this funny story. My sister, my little sister, she's 10 years younger than me, which isn't very young. But anyways, she was living <laughs> she was living with us throughout 2020, a little bit of 2019 and 2020. And we went through two Christmases together in, in our house. But I made this joke with her and I said that, you know what? One year I'm going to put out my own Christmas album because it seems that every... <laughs> I know it's ridiculous because I don't sing, but it's just like, why not? Like every artist seems to have their own Christmas album. And it's like the royalties to that music probably isn't that expensive. I mean, everybody does a Christmas album. Mm -hmm. Why, why not do a Christmas album? Like all you really need is a good microphone and, you know, the right sort of recording equipment. And you can probably produce a Christmas album in your you know, office in your living room, you know, in Mm -hmm, your basement. mm -hmm. So, you know, just one day, (laughs) one day you might hear my Christmas album. (laughs) It might, it, it, maybe it's like one of those bucket list things. I'm putting out a Christmas album. (laughs) I I love it. I'm looking forward to that 2022 Raquel. (laughs) We're going to need a lot of auto tune though. Well, I, I love singing and, you know, singing with your kiddos isn't geeky at all, Jen. I'm, I'm glad no, you shared that no. with us. But I always look forward to this part of year. I love listening to and singing along with some of those great Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets you in the mood to yes. celebrate. Yes. We have Christmas music playing in the car uh, right mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving. So, yeah, yep. I love it. <laughs> and, you know, my sister, she loves Christmas and Christmas music. If she could play it all year <laughs> Every day she would. So what's stopping her? Let her. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Our last submission comes from Jen Tulin on the online help and communications team as well. And here is what Jen has to say. Hello, I'm Jen Tulin, and I'm an online help and communication specialist. A Christmas tradition of ours is to make chili and homemade cinnamon rolls. We also watch a Christmas movie every night beginning on December 1st. I always debate with my husband about the movie Die Hard because I don't believe it's a true Christmas movie. Les quiero desear muy felices fiestas y también una feliz Navidad. Okay, so I have to admit, <laughs> I had never heard of chili and cinnamon rolls before I moved to Nebraska. I'm from Illinois. <laughs> I was born and raised there. At first, I thought the whole concept was very, very weird because in <laughs> Illinois, with your chili, you have grilled cheese or you have a peanut butter sandwich, and mm. that's it. <laughs> mm. And so... <laughs> I have to admit, though, my coworker, Alexis Kimbrough, she convinced me to try it. And wow, it is amazing. I love the savory and sweet combo together. Yes. And cinnamon is just such a great natural complement to a tomato based dish oh, yeah. like that. Oh, it's so good. So, Alexis, I have to say <laughs> you win this one. <laughs> yeah, I born and raised Lincoln, Nebraska, like chili and cinnamon rolls are just like peanut butter and jelly, like Duh, that's what you have with chili is a cinnamon roll. Like you're making chili. Okay, who's bringing cinnamon rolls? Like it's just a no brainer. But I remember a few weeks ago, Rachel and our team, there was a hot debate about oh. chili and cinnamon rolls. And we have people from Texas on our team and mm -hmm. Georgia and Illinois, you. And so like, it's just funny that that's not like a common thing. If you yeah. haven't tried it, you must try it. <laughs> yes, it's worth it. And, you know, we're also doing soups for Christmas Eve dinner this year, and I'm really looking forward to it. I have grown to enjoy a good soup. Something a little different for our family, but I, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Thanks, Jen. All right. So, Raquel, what's your favorite holiday tradition? I've really loved creating these new traditions with my family. So with mm -hmm. my kids, like when I was younger, we had our own traditions and we've you know, kind of brought our kids into those traditions, but it's also been really nice to make up our own and kind mm -hmm. of establish our own. And even though things are a little bit different, they've been different for the past couple of years because of the virus that will not be named. But <laughs> <laughs> during that time, you know, I think it, it's been good to kind of move away from what my traditions are and what my husband's family's traditions are and move into really solidify what our family traditions are. We're still trying mm -hmm. to establish, you know, what we're doing with our family for Christmas dinner. I think last year we smoked a brisket. I don't know if we're going to do prime rib this year or if we're just going to do another turkey. I don't know. But the kids, I read somewhere that, you know, they're not going to remember the gifts that you got them. They're not mm -hmm. going to remember all those little things. What they're going to remember is, you know, what you ate, what you did, what did you talk about? How you spent your time together? So I'm really trying to be more aware of that and really try to bring in those new traditions and just see what we can give to them as far as their Christmas traditions and their holiday traditions. Just making those for them is something that I'm really enjoying right now as a parent. Rachel, what about you? Well, first of all, I'm coming over for Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Well, one of my favorite Christmas traditions is our family celebration that we have on Christmas Eve. Now, of course, it has looked different the past mm -hmm. couple of years just because of, again, the virus that shall not yes. be named. <laughs> 
But I agree. It's it's fun creating new traditions with your family, but I'm definitely looking forward to the time where, God willing, we can return to some of our normal traditions as well. But mm-hmm. Some of the things that I really like about our Christmas Eve celebration is we always make good food. Uh, Mm. Never going to complain about the food that we have (laughs) on Christmas. My niece and my nephew, we they get to open a present on Christmas Eve. My family Mm. has always done this. The thing is, it's always your Christmas pajamas. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So you get a cute new pair of pajamas on Christmas Eve that you can wear that night, and you'll have them on in the morning for when everybody opens presents and. Thank the Lord that they are too little to listen to the podcast because I'd be spoiling it for them. (laughs) (laughs) But I I just enjoy watching them open their gifts and getting excited about the the new jammies that they get to wear. And we always watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation (laughs) on Christmas Eve as well. And just we laugh at all the same jokes, but it's so worth it because we know it so well. We can recite it together and laugh along with it. So. Those are my favorite things to do around uh, this time of year. Oh, that's so awesome. All right. Well, now we get to talk about our segments, but this time we are doing things a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. Instead of our normal segments where we usually talk about something we're loving right now or doing a book review, we uh, have some special news to share with all of our listeners. Yeah. We're coming to a close on 2021, which means a new year and some new beginnings for Raquel and I. Yeah. I'm particularly excited because I have taken on the new role of culture coordinator at NBS, and I'm so excited to uh, get to do a lot of exciting things. And I, I can't wait to start sharing some of the things that we'll be doing to promote and enhance our culture here at NBS. Yeah. And Raquel, I know you have some really great news to share with us as well. What's your news? Yeah, well, I've been I know this day has been coming for a while now, but you know, I'm excited, but I'm also really sad that I have taken on a new position with NDS. So I'm not going very far. I will still be with Nelnet, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But I will be taking on the role of a training and development supervisor for the NDS Global Training Group. And I'm very excited to start that role, but I'm very sad to leave my spot as co-host on the NDS cast and my responsibilities on the online help and communication team. So it wasn't something that I took lightly. It was something that I really have been thinking about. Super excited for the person that gets to join the online help and communication team. And I'm super excited for all the new opportunities that are waiting for me at NDS with global training. So yeah, I said it and (laughs) it's real now. So yeah, this is going to be the last official recording that I do as Mm -hmm. co-host for NBS cast. But Rachel, I think I'm still going to be on a couple more recordings if you want to maybe explain that a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, first of all, we are definitely going to miss you around here. My partner in crime, we work on just about everything together. So yeah, I'm very happy for you, but very sad for me. And I've said that probably a hundred times <laughs> over the last few days where we've been yeah. talking about your, your transition to NDS, but mm-hmm. we're so excited for everything that you'll get to do and experience over there. So like Raquel said, this is our last official recording session that we'll have together, but our episodes (laughs) don't always release in the order that we record them. (laughs) 
So in January, you will hear Raquel on a couple more interviews on our Associate Hobbies and Interests series. Mm -hmm. And then you might hear some special guests after that for either the segments portion. Uh, You might also hear some special guest hosts in the future as we continue to do our NBS cast episodes. And we're just really excited to get to work on those and figure out who will be helping us produce the podcast going forward. Yeah. So we'll we'll try not to miss you too much around here, Raquel. <laughs> but I tell you what, <laughs> whoever gets to host the show with me going forward, whether that's a guest or a permanent co-host, mm-hmm. they got some pretty big shoes to fill. <laughs> you know, I would agree with you there. No, <laughs> that whoever gets to take this spot on the podcast is going to have a great time. And they are going to get to know you so well, and they do have some big shoes to fill. Let's just admit that. (laughs) (laughs) There's some changes coming along, and they're going to be for the better, and I'm super excited to see where you and this next co-host take NBS Cast and everything else uh, for online help and communication. Well, that's a huge plus because even though you won't be on the show anymore, you can still listen to us because we're available publicly. (laughs) Definitely. For sure. (laughs) Number one fan, NBS cast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, this pretty much wraps up our episode for today. And just as a quick note to listeners, this is going to be our last episode for 2021. So you will not hear from NBS cast again before the end of the year. But like I said before, we will definitely be back in January of 2022 with more episodes. We just want to thank everybody who contributed their holiday traditions to today's episode. It was so much fun getting to listen to your stories, especially in your own voices. Yeah. So thank you so much for contributing. And then as always, thank you so much to our listeners. We've had a great year for NBS cast, and I am just so excited to see what 2022 brings to all of us. So yes, thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.